0: welcome to be the ceo of your life and business podcast with your hosts laura katina and amy mara this podcast was created for business women in particular who are juggling pursuing their career family life and all of the things that come along with it we know that building a career running a business and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work
1: welcome to another episode of the be the CEO of your life and business podcast Amy and I are so excited to be back with you this week and to talk about one of our favorite topics let's talk business partners yes. um, Amy and I have you know uh, lots of different experiences in this area we've been in other business partnerships we've worked with clients who are having their own business partnership issues And, you know, since we became partners, we've been building our own businesses, business partners. So, you know, we are, you know, building a business right alongside a lot of you and dealing with a lot of the same issues you are. So this is a topic we're really excited to talk to you about today.
2: And if any of you are also uh, working from home with your children, you will totally relate to today's episode because my five-month-old is sitting on my lap while we record this because it's just one of those days. That is just yep. the day that we're having. And thankfully, I have an
1: amazing business partner that's like, you know what? We're rolling with it. So here we go. We're doing And it. he's the cutest baby on the planet. So <laughs> it's okay. I get to look at him because we're on Zoom. I get to look at him while we're recording this episode today. So if you hear Joseph... This is our life. This is our reality. And this is business. one of the reason that Amy and I work so well together because, and this will bring us right into our first, we think we have four different things that we want to talk about today. So the first thing that we think is so important when you're in a business relationship, because it really can be like a marriage. It, it really is like a marriage. It is a marriage. Um, yeah. When business partners break up, it's literally like a divorce. And Amy and I, I know you, we have both had situations where we represented you know, one side of a business partnership that was breaking up and it was like a divorce yes. and it can be really messy and really awful and really emotional too and part of the reason i think in my experience both both personally um, and you know representing people one of the reasons that partnerships break down is because of a lack of communication right Absolutely. so it's so important from the beginning of your relationship just like it is in a personal relationship to communicate about you know, what you want the partnership to look like, what your goals are, what your vision is, uh, what you want the terms of your relationship to be, and just to be open with each other. Because if you don't communicate with each other, it's going to fall apart. If you have issues and you don't communicate, it's going to fall apart, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it's communication on a daily basis, uh, you know, and starting at the micro level, checking in with your business partner, checking in to see where you both are at, not to check in necessarily to be the checks and balances of each each other but just to check in and see where you each are at, what your days are looking like. And then as you keep building out of that, you have to go macro and say, okay, let's talk about vision. Let's talk about goals for this quarter. Let's talk about goals for the year. Let's talk about, you know, if you have personnel or staff working for you, talk about your employee issues. Talk about, you know, clients that are coming in. Um, You know, for Laura and I, we both have certain clients that we work for exclusively. So we might not interact with each other's clients all the time so we talk to each other all the time about the issues that we're dealing with because the communication that she and I have helps to better assist our own clients and serve our clients and you know we have great feedback so you can't I I don't think there is such a thing as over communication in a partnership like a relationship there is no such thing as too much communication and ultimately it's going to
1: serve both of you better to
2: (laughs) err on that side of caution (laughs)
1: And from, oh, hi, Joseph. (laughs) And from the very beginning, when Amy and I, Amy and I used to be partners in another business, um, and we had another partner. Um, And when we started our own partnership, it was very important for us to lay out what our business was going to look like from the very beginning and basically what we wanted to get out of it. So even from the very beginning, when we first started our business, we got on Zoom and had like an initial business meeting of like, what, are, what is our mission statement? What, what is our vision? What do we want our firm to look like? You know, we've both had prior experiences in other firms and, you know, just other working relationships where we, knew, we were at a point where we knew, like, what we wanted and what we didn't want. And We're very clear about that. So one thing, for example, is you can hear today, Amy's got very young children at home. I'm out of that stage. I still, I have, you know, three kids. I think I said this in my intro, mine are a little older. They're 11, nine and eight, but Amy has a baby at home. So she needs to be flexible. And if we are in a business meeting, just the two of us, or I even think you had a court appearance recently where Joseph made an appearance, right? Oh, yes, he did.
2: (laughs) Yes, he did. I think it might've benefited me off the record, but (laughs) he absolutely did. And he sat on my lap and it was what it was, which is great because people are so much more understanding of this reality now for moms or dads that are working from home and have shared responsibility with their kids.
1: But I think it was important for us I mean, we knew it anyway about each other because we've been working together for so many years, but it was important for us just to lay out from the beginning, like, yeah, Amy's not tied to her desk 24-7. She's got a four-year-old daughter and um, a five-month-old, and at that time it, she was nine months pregnant. <laughs> exactly. So you know she's not tied to her desk. She's going to work the hours she can work. Amy's so responsible. I know this about her. Like if she has stuff to get done and client needs something, she's going to get it done. But she doesn't have to answer to me on that. And I understand that she obviously her family obligations are her top priority, and she understands that about me. Like I am off to the races around four or five o'clock every day because my kids have a. Million different sports activities. And I am just not tied to my desk. We understand that you don't have to be showing your face to be working hard. Like, I don't need to see Amy's face to know that she's working. I know she's doing her thing, I know she's taking care of her clients. Um, And we had that understanding from the beginning. We sat down and we talked about what our vision is for the firm, right? What was our vision from the beginning?
2: And that was that, that. ties in perfectly, right? So you, as you were talking about this, like the communication piece and how we don't have to check in on each other because we know what our business is going to look like and what we are taking care of. Like we're going to show up for our obligations and our responsibilities. And that was one of the biggest things that you and I talked about with Vision is like, how do you want to create this business? What does this business partnership look like? What is it going to look like? What do you want it to look like? And for you and I, We knew that weaving in the reality of having kids and being busy moms outside of our lawyering was crucial. It's not separate and apart from our business. It is part of our business. And that's why we are building the business the way that we are around the functions of us thriving as women and as moms um, with kids.
1: That actually goes back to something that you said, which of course I loved and brought up, I think last time um, in episode two, was that you're not, you for example, are not just an attorney. You have a million different hats that you wear and you know you want to function optimally in all those areas in you know sometimes you're going to be dropping the ball in one area be functioning better in another area but part of you know being in a great business relationship is understanding the different hats that we wear the different roles that we play the responsibilities we have and communicating with each other when, you know what, I need to be stronger at home than I am at work. So I will say to you, listen, I have 5 million things. I said it to you this past week. I have such a busy week this week. I might not be as available. Last week, you had a very crazy week at work. You were juggling Joseph, like 5 million things going on. And you said, I'm, I'm just not as available this week. And that's fine. But when you communicate with each other on those levels, it allows your business to function well because you're on the same page if you need something that you need me to pick up the slack on you tell me what's going on i'm happy to do it and vice versa but if you are not communicating at that level and you have expect and amy and i have personal experience on this so we're talking from experience here if you have expectations of a business partner or really even an employee actually um that you don't relate to them, how are they supposed to know? And then you get mad when they're not meeting your unknown expectations. How can you expect them to know what what you want or what you expect of them if you're not communicating with them, right?
2: right and you know the other thing too that i i think this was the biggest eye opening moment for me last year you know being pregnant with my second child knowing that that's going to increase the load on my family life and my husband has in so uh, so many obligations between his job and his part-time job that he works and just all the other functions going on in our life. I know what my responsibilities are with my home. I know what my responsibilities are with my clients, etc. But I had this light bulb moment go off that said, if I'm going to be working in this career and I'm going to be the lawyer that I want to be, I need to be doing it in partnership with someone that shares that vision with me and And really understands that vision for me. And that was crucial for me to realize. And so often I think that people know that that's their reality. Like they know that that's what they should be following, that gut instinct. And they're too afraid to say it to themselves, admit it. And they're just going to keep on being stuck, spinning their wheels. And you know what happens? Your wheels start falling off because <laughs> you're trying to do, you're trying to fit the life that you have into a mold that just might not be fitting anymore. Like that just might not be baking the cake anymore,
1: you know? And that's okay.
2: And that's okay. And- for me, that's something that I came to realize. And, you know, now, because I knew that Laura and I shared the vision, we've been talking about this vision and these goals for our business and for our lives for many, many years. And we knew that they were aligned. So going with communication and vision, you have to communicate your vision in order to figure out who is going to be best suited to be your business partner. And, and to make sure that you keep checking in on each other and say, are we aligned with our vision? Are we working towards the goals that we have?
1: And don't be afraid to have those conversations. And that leads into the third thing, which is trust, which uh-huh. is also a huge issue for us.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, you know, with communication and shared vision, it leads to the topic of trust. If you, and it, it really, it's not just business, like in any relationship, if you are not in a relationship with somebody that you can trust it's not gonna work like okay. you don't believe they're doing what they're supposed to be doing you don't believe what they tell you you don't trust what they're doing you don't trust the guidance they're giving you you know and when you have experiences like that with someone that just your instinct tells you you can, you just can't trust them or what they're telling you or the situation it's not going to work and i know that i can trust amy which is a huge, huge reason why our business partnership is so good. Um, I trust that she's working with her clients and doing what she says she's doing. I trust that she's looking at the bills she's sending out and, you know, functioning appropriately, um, you know, in that area and keeping track of her time and doing all the things that she's supposed to be doing and running a business. When she tells me that she has to go take care of something with the kids, but she will, you know, she's going to do what she needs to do to take care of whatever client she's working with that day. I know she's going to do it. Like when she tells me she's working, I know she's working. Like it's not, right? It's not even a question.
2: Yeah. And it's vice versa too. I know we're like blowing each other up. We're patting each other on the back. (laughs) No, but it's so true. Like this is, this is a reality that you can meet so long as you are being careful with who you pick to do business with, because you're doing business and you're doing life. You can't parse the two. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a future episode for you and I, because <laughs> we could talk about that all day. But, you know, the, the idea of trust is not something... I, I don't want people to listen to this and say like, oh, you know, I can't go into businesses with, with this person because I don't have the same relationship like Laura and Amy have where they've been working together for 13 years and they finally realize like we could do this on our own right that's not the point of it trust can be built over time it can be torn down over time it's it's a very delicate dance that you're going to do but you know just like we started this the communication aspect is number one and we know that when we're like Laura said, when we when we have responsibilities to do, we have shown up time and time again and completed them, which is like a deposit of trust. I don't remember who says it, but somebody so said so true. Something like along those lines of like, it's almost like you put a coin in your piggy bank. It is like putting a coin in your trust bank. You are showing up consistently. You're doing what needs to get done. You're showing up as a partner and you're being there and supporting the other person. That's what builds trust. And it's going to keep building over time.
1: And the other thing with trust is when when you're telling yourself something, like you have a gut feeling about something, you know, having a trust issue with somebody, I would follow it. (laughs) And that's one thing, one thing we've learned over time too. Like if you feel it's not going to work and that's what your gut is telling you, it's probably right. And, you know, Amy and I have learned that over time, but my, my gut also tells me with Amy that I can, I know I can trust her. Like I had literally no doubt in my mind that we have a great business relationship, um, you know, and things are great. But this leads into our fourth point for today is that you need to plan for the worst, when things are going the best. I have nothing in the foreseeable future that would tell me that our business relationship is not going to work. No, no thought in my mind. That's not even a thought in my mind. However.
2: we don't go into business with that thought usually, right? right. Like, you know, we didn't go into this business saying like, it's going to fail probably in about six months. So here we go. No. You Let's don't do it fail. anyway.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Let's do it anyway. Yeah, sure. Why not? So it's so important to plan for the worst when things are going well. When Amy and I Uh, first became partners this the second time around, (laughs) we sat down and looked at like, what are the important things that we need to agree upon right now, when things are going great. We're yeah. excited about our new partnership. Um, we're looking to the future. We're setting our goals. We know where we want to go. But God forbid something in the future falls apart. What's going to happen then? So what we did was, you know, we had an, an operating agreement laid out. You know, we we looked over it. We agreed on the terms. And one, I think one of the most important things, like there's, you know, we did a blog post, I think it was in April, about the importance of having a written partnership agreement. And I talked in there about like certain things that should be in your written partnership agreement. Like what are, what are the duties and responsibilities of each partner going to be? You know, what's your ownership interest going to look like? Are you going to be 50-50 partners? What's, what's that going to look like? How and when can the partnership be terminated? So this, I think, is something that's really important that people don't think about when things are going really well. What if things fall apart and you need to end the partnership, but you can't agree what do you do right go to mediation do you agree on arbitration do you agree that you can go to court i mean these are not things that you, just like when you get married like you don't want to think about getting divorced but right. you know as business partners like these are things that you should think about from the very beginning because if you for some reason get to that place where you're not agreeing and you decide that you can't be in this relationship anymore how are you going to end that relationship right yeah.
2: and in line with that too. It's like, maybe you and I are just so much more comfortable talking about these things because for our clients, we have to plan for the worst, right? We are, as attorneys, we are issue spotters. We try to find resolutions. We try to make sure that we are proactive about certain issues. So oftentimes I think there's a hesitation in people bringing up these tough conversations because they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. They don't want to, um, and make an insinuation like they don't trust them or something. But these are the hard conversations that you need to have in order to make sure that when things do go bad, you have a plan in place. Because the last thing that you want to do is enter into one of those murky time periods in your life where, or in your business relationship where you don't have a plan and you're now at each other's throats. You are dealing with business as well as money, as well as your personal lives, all of it rolled into business all at once. And now you're going to try and figure out a plan when you're not getting along with the partner that you're supposed to. (laughs) Yes.
1: And we've also seen too, that when money's involved, things get really ugly. (laughs) So It's really the worst um, when money is involved in a partnership dispute and you're trying to figure out how to split up the business. If one person's going to take it and the other person's going to leave, are you going to buy them out? Like there's so many different things that can happen when a business relationship ends. And it's just easier if you have, you know, look, things happen that you can't foresee that you're not always going to be able to predict in a partnership agreement. Right. Um, but if you have the basics down, Um, like even just like at its like most basic, like if you get into a dispute, are you going to agree to go to mediation? Right. Instead of going to court and mm-hmm. let a neutral third party, you know, decide the dispute between you, hammer it out, work out a settlement and move on. Um, even on it, at its most basic terms, um, that's something that you can agree to in a, a partnership or operating agreement, whatever, whatever you agree to do um, that will even help you if you end up in a dispute. Just agreeing yeah. on that would yeah. be helpful. So...
2: The the other thing too, sorry to interrupt you, but the other thing that people have to remember too is that the terms can change over time. They can evolve. You know, you start a business with the best intentions that that's going to be the business model that you work off of. That's what you're going to sell. That's what you're going to provide, but it could change over time, which means that the partnership might change over time. The terms of the agreement that makes sense for the two of you might change over time. So change it. It's okay. You can do that.
1: Such a great point. Or you might take on additional partners, right? Your business might expand. You yeah. might add employees. You might, your business could, could grow. Um, and you know, that's such a great point because you enter into an initial agreement, work out your terms, and then as your business expands and you grow, you can amend it. Yeah. So it's not, yes, it's quote unquote set in stone in writing. Yeah. Um, but you can always agree amongst yourselves to add things to it, take things out, change the terms that are more appropriate for your business relationship as it grows. So I think that's a really, really great point. So I hope that these four points were helpful for you guys today. This is a topic that is so important to us because we've lived it, we're in it, um, and we are growing our business together and we're functioning, even though we're attorneys operating a law firm, we're functioning just like any other business. Um, So we hope that this was helpful for you today and we look forward to seeing you and talking to you on the next episode.
0: So much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more business women just like you. We will see you again next Thursday for a brand new episode.